You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions are forthcoming. This is Seminole Headlines, and this hour brought to you by our friends Birch Orthodontics. I can't do the big yay Birch Orthodontics. Yay braces. Yay braces, that's right. Yay Invisalign. Yay customer service. Quality work. Best Yay, in the attractive uh Oh, no, man, you're going to just die to get yourself he, in trouble. He just can't. He can't stop. Won't well, stop. We're trying to sell everything, every aspect about the place, Ira. So, so attractive staff is, is going gonna, is gonna to be the key to them. Well, getting, it's just one other. It's one other asset. It's well, just another strength. If it's another box that needs to be checked off <laughs> on your checklist, then go ahead and check it off. Hey, next time, maybe, maybe you just don't need to chime in on the Birchworth Orthodox. <laughs> How about that? Uh, Birchworthorthodox.com is their website. You can set up a free consultation if you or your kids, family members, friends, just strangers. You see kids with j- jaggedy teeth. The homeless. Bring them over. Bring them in. They'll see if they can uh, take care of them. But, but really, uh, you know, again, my kids had spe- one of my kids particularly had a special case that we thought was going to need surgery, but Dr. Birch and her staff took so much time. And uh, really just did a great job, so we didn't need the surgery, which was great. Because uh, you don't want your middle school kid to have to go through jaw surgery. No, that's tough. Um, but uh, they do a great job. And uh, really, you know, again, it's it's another Seminole-owned business. They do great work, great customer service. And uh, according to Corey, they're uh, – Also have very attractive yes, staff members. Yes. yes. No, according to Stephanie. It's an I've ad- never even been in the place. It's an added it's bonus. bonus. It's a woman's opinion. Right. That you really reiterate. Every time. I do. I yeah. do. I want to hammer that point home. Nolinga writes, any chance that the NIL will help Ham keep some of those borderline NBA players uh, for more than a year? That's going to be the key. I mean, really, and I think they, you know, for the most part, they should. I I think right now I would assume that they're all going to stay, and if they do, this team could be loaded next year. Um, I do think Matthew Cleveland's going to be an enticing prospect just because of what he, even when they're not playing well, I mean, you still see flashes oh, of what he physical, can do. physical, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he hasn't right. played great lately, so keep no. it up, Matthew. <laughs> well, or, or go play awesome and take him to a Final Four. Yeah, One, nothing sure. in between. No. Either get him to a Final Four or keep uh, shooting 30%. Um, you just wonder how much of rising spear NIL money is being funneled towards Leonard's program. I wonder how much I mean. money rising spear has been able to produce. And they're not all – I mean, look, they're not, they're not the only entity – for NIL. I mean, there's other businesses 
that you know people can step up in other ways. Any business could step up and and do an NIL deal. And by all means. <laughs> so so it's not just uh, you know I think we're looking at these couple guys that started rising spears like they've got to figure it out. I mean Florida State is a is a program, but also if this legislation goes through where Florida State can be more involved, all the state schools can be more involved as in the process. Ought to. That will help as well because you know now they can be more active in that area. Right now they're not allowed to broker these deals. We could combine our money to at least get Cleveland to stay. You think? Yeah, yeah if you're involved. Jeff well, and I, so, yeah. Jeff and I might be able to keep. Uh, yeah, we, I don't know, but we might be able to keep uh, the big guy. We might be able to Nakeem. We might be able to keep Nakeem happy. <laughs> well, yeah, you, 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 you would sponsor. Go. You would sponsor Ngom, wouldn't I you? I would. I would if Ngom uh, had another year. Hundred bones will. for Ngom. <laughs> uh, Burke writes. What would you consider the trap game on the schedule? At NC State looks like a tough spot on the road before Clemson, but they're always a challenge. Yeah, Could Syracuse surprise us? Actually, I think if you're if you're going to talk about a trap game. Uh, I suppose Syracuse is as good as any to, to note on there. Maybe Boston College because they have a very good quarterback, and it's after you play Louisville and before you play Wake. So I'm of the opinion if you've had four straight losing seasons, <laughs> no, there isn't a trap game. There's no du- such thing. Duquesne, they don't is, exist. Duquesne is it? Uh, it I, I will 100 percent tell you right now. I will not cover Florida State football if they lose to Duquesne. I, I won't cover it. <laughs> It will not be talked about on the Jeff Cameron Show. You guys can listen to some other program. I won't talk about it. If they lose to Duquesne, do you realize who Duquesne is? What would you What would you talk about? Uh, anything. Anything would be better than Florida State football at that point. <laughs> if you lose to Duquesne, fire that entire staff on the spot. I mean it. Fire every one of them. Yeah. You, I'm serious. Let us coach out the Le- season. Well, you couldn't do worse. You legitimately no. would have to fire everybody involved in the program if they lost to Duquesne. So we're going to call we're, we're calling Duquesne a must win it's is a, what we're calling <laughs> it. If those people want to remain employed and have their program yes. talked about in any shape or form, it, yes, absolutely. No chance you can lose to Duquesne. All right, we've got our one must win. There is, you're circling it. It's, yeah. the, it's the opener. <laughs> at Ome. Boy, we'll all be nervous. Nelly's walking in on the 27th, won't we? Sure hope they don't blow it up after today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord. No, I don't know. Trap game would maybe, I would say BC because they've got a very good quarterback coming back. They're a well-coached team, and you have Louisville the week before, and you have Wake the following week who blew you out last year. But like Corey said, it's I hard to imagine Florida State at this point having a trap game. You certainly can't <laughs> overlook anybody, right? You yes. certainly can't overlook anybody. That's How fair. could you? That's How fair. could you possibly overlook anyone? Uh, I didn't think it would take long to get to this question, and it didn't. Byron wants to know our thoughts on the Dugans extension. Um I'm surprised by it. I would suggest it means that they uh, maybe couldn't get people they wanted or that they went after somebody that took a different job. I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's any evidence that um, Coach Dugans would have been your guy coming back that you felt good about, but I don't know. I'm not behind the scenes there. I just think it's surprising. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that, Uh, Just especially over the long term. I mean, the last couple weeks, once nothing had happened and he was back recruiting again, he was very active in recruiting the last week or two, um, it seemed like, okay, this is going to happen. He's going to stay. But, um, you know, it certainly wasn't a big vote of confidence when it waited. They waited till January 31st to to extend him. Now, Odell also got extended. Uh, that was announced yesterday as well. But but um, we never thought there was any question that Odell was coming back. So, you know, I, I, my guess is that they had some other people. There were reports about a couple other people, candidates that they were targeting, and it didn't work out. And so they're sticking with Ron Dugans. We'll see. I I don't think that that's going to be the difference between this being a great season or, or not a great season, but I think as people are evaluating Mike Norvell mm, and how it's, he yeah, it's assembles not a positive and check. keeps the, together his staff, it's concerning because that position is not produced and they haven't recruited well at that position. 
Corey doesn't care to add anything to that? No? Nope. I agreed with Ira. Okay. I agree with everything Ira said. Um, all right. So Sir Stuart Wallace writes, if by some chance, Jeff, you were to have another son, would his name be Joe or Burrow? Yeah, that's good. I'm a huge fan. I was ever since he was at LSU, and I've talked him up, and thankfully the young man's come through for me, for me personally. Very proud of him. Proud of Joe. Not going to be rooting for the Bengals, I would imagine? of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hope they beat the brakes off the Rams. They won't, but I hope they do. I'd love to see it. Um, Happy for Cam Akers, and I'm happy for Auden Tate, who is on the Bengals roster. If it was Cincinnati and San Fran, it was taking me back to my college days. I know. I was going to say that was the game. I was really looking <laughs> was forward to that. Tim Crumatai or whatever that guy's yeah. name was? His yeah. Leg oh, oh, leg. Oh, man. Oh, it's disgusting. Hideous. That's the main thing I remember from that game. It's, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, Burrow's uh, impressive, man. The, the way he carries himself, though, I just feel, man, there's some Johnny football there. Like, I just feel like there's going to be some. You think there's a comeuppance? I don't know. What do you think, Corey? I think he does it tongue in cheek. I think it's a wink and a nod there. Again, we've talked. I think we talked about it when he was at LSU. Like the yeah. slick back hair, the cigar. Mm-hmm. He reminds you of like the villain in an '80s high school movie, right? Like where exactly. he's taking the nerd and dumping him in the trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what... to everybody else, he's really nice. But somebody gets a glimpse behind the scenes, and he's beating up nerds and taking their glasses. But we haven't seen the behind the scenes thing yet, so he might genuinely just be a cool guy that is really, really good at football. But I haven't – he's early on now. Let's see. Like, I, I, there's still a part of me like Ira that thinks that, yeah, he's he's, uh, kicking, he's kicking, kicking children yeah, as he walks kicking seven year, <laughs> he's kicking seven-year-olds in the, in the street. Yeah, he's certainly playing up an image. But uh, I do think as it relates to the locker room and to fellow football players, it's pretty clear they love his ass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, that that resonates. That resonates big time. <laughs> well, yeah, big time. Uh, Dad guy writes the ultimate kiss, uh, Mary kill, Clemson, Florida, Miami. Go. Kiss. You can kiss Dabo, right? Kiss Clemson, kill Miami. No, well, Mary. No. no, I can't marry Florida. Ugh. You kill Florida. Well, you'd kill Miami. I'd kill I, I Miami I'd kill, before I'd, I'd kill, kill Florida. Florida. I guess I'd kiss Miami and I can't uh, marry, marry Clemson. Clemson. Good lord, look where I'd have to be. That's a tough one when you're talking about football programs. Oh, that's awful. I don't like this exercise, Dad guy. We're not going to do it. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> We've already moved on. Uh, more people. Scott wants to know, for example, what we think about uh, the the video. I haven't seen the music video. I'm pretty terrible these days on social media. I don't spend as much time as I used to on it. I probably should get back to it so I know what the hell. Folks are talking about Corey. Hey, Corey, you didn't see you. You were on Twitter. You didn't see this at all yesterday. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I it, that's why I wonder. Is it cringeworthy, Ira? Would you say it's cringy? I and, do not. But there are some people who are, and there are some people who do. That's what the, it's hard to get a consensus. Is it controversial? Does no. anybody care? No. It's just here's the thing. It's not it, MLK with a oh no, God state. no. I would have well, heard of this. That's it's <laughs> no, I, no. It's one of those things where. It's you're putting yourself out there. Like Mike Norvell is not afraid to put himself out there, put the program out there, kind of be a little bit aggressive and edgy a little bit. They didn't. Ha- My point is, they didn't have to do anything. No, but they, they didn't. chose yeah. to put out this rapidity, and it's not the players. I, I got to go see it now. I mean, yeah. and it's. I'm going to watch it during the break. You, oh. you, I don't think you'll hate it, and I don't think anybody should hate it. Are there people that do? Yes, because it's FSU Twitter. Well, yeah, and they, they don't really count. I mean, I'm not worried but about it. But there that. are some people who like it and whatever, man. It's just having fun. It's it's better than, again, man. It's on the Bri- I'm writing everything on the Brian Kelly dancing scale, and I oh, think it's Oh, well, uh, there's no great. chance. You'd have to really work hard to surpass something that. <laughs> you would have to cool. take a live dump 
and just yeah. and just tweet it out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> to be worse than what Brian Kelly's doing. It I is. mean, it's nuts what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, Matt writes: Is the UF game being on Friday going to hurt with recruiting and official visits? Since a lot of the kids they'll want to be playing in FHSAA regional matchups, I just don't get it being on a Friday night. That's all money driven, TV driven, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think it's it's probably a wash. I mean, really, because you're not if kids are playing on a Friday night in in South Florida and you're playing at noon on Saturday, is it really that big of a difference? I mean, I just I think people are you know it might it be an inconvenience for some people, yes. Um, but again, the alternative if FSU said no. And they're not. We're not going to play this Friday night game. Then there probably would have been a Thursday on the road that they would have had to play or Correct. something else. So yeah, there's, it's a trade off. It's, it's not like this was Florida State's first choice, but I think they made the best of a tough situation, or not even a tough situation, just the practical reality of being in a conference with a TV contract. Well, FSU fans would counter that iron and say, "Well, they're already doing a road Friday night game already earlier in the season, so now they're doing two. Um, look, the difference probably but they haven't had one in a couple game. years. No, I know. Yeah, they they owed them, but. Uh, you know, you could also understand like Florida State fans being okay. Florida Florida hasn't played here in three years. We had to go. Florida State had to go there the last two years to play at Florida, and then they come here and it's on a Friday night, the day after Thanksgiving. I think it's local exactly businesses ideal. are not in love with it. I will tell you yeah, that. I'm but, sure local businesses are irate. Yeah, they typically and, are, and they've been given a reason to be irate over the last several years because of Florida State scheduling. Yes, and and hotels. But I think you're conflating to two topics, Corey. The whole COVID thing and the scheduling, and that. I mean, it's not like the ACC. Did that right? No, I'm not a, saying they're mad yeah. at the ACC necessarily for having to go to Florida twice. I'm just saying it, it, you, as a fan, you could be kind of bummed that it's not a normal Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's a Friday night. I mean, we go to the games regardless, but some of these people, it is their week. It's a fun weekend for them, and it's, it's yeah. I, I think it's legit to say that they might be bummed, but it's something they'll overcome. Especially if Florida State's yeah. pretty good, and, and I think well, Florida State will be 11 and 0, like we've already <laughs> talked about. I do think I think it's a game that's going. I think it's a game that's going to grow on people. I think as it gets closer, because you will know, you know, part of the problem, and Mike Mike Alford mentioned it in the release in his quote, what I thought was a good point, was that, you know, the one nice thing about this is you know it's going to be a prime, they know it's going to be a prime time game. Yeah. If otherwise, it could have been six day optioned, and then you know it's it's Sunday, you know the week before, and you don't even know are they playing at noon? Are they playing at eight o'clock? I'm pumped, by the way. Yeah. I love a good Friday night game. Let's I'm go. excited to go over the Doke on a Friday night. Cool weather in the air. Stomp that ass. Enjoy your Saturday. Forget about it. Let's go. Watch all the other games on Saturday while you're boozing it up in celebration of your big win. It also gives you an extra day to prepare for the ACC championship game. As pointed out by Stevens, as pointed out by Stevens in the next question, how genius was the move by the Knowles to schedule Florida on Black Friday, allowing for that extra day of prep prior to our ACC championship game? That's what we're the talking rematch about. Rematch against the Canes. Well done, <laughs> yeah. Stevens. Well done, uh, Donald Wright's fellows. Good afternoon. Thanks for the great content you put out. Each and every week, if you could take this schedule and rearrange the games, how would the games fall? Uh, I'm pretty much going to leave them where they are. I have no real problem with it. I'm rearrange a game. Let's see. Uh, maybe I would put Syracuse uh, where BC is. Uh, maybe. Mm. I, I'm no. I really don't have a problem where these games sit. I would. I tell you what. I wouldn't have done. I would not have scheduled uh, LSU. And I probably, I, I probably would not have scheduled Louisiana out of the group of five. I would have picked some other uh, lame ass team that we would have, uh, you know, railroaded pretty quickly. But uh, other hey, there's than no that, rule you can't play Duquesne like four times. <laughs> That's four easy dubs. Uh, I uh, yeah, I would not have played LSU. But hey, 
Listen, I'm not afraid. I just want an automatic win. You need to garner automatic wins. I'm thinking the Bill Snyder approach from back in the day at K-State. He got ridiculed all the time right into a bowl game is what he said. So, you know, we have fallen on a hard time, kids. Uh, but they've also been told. I mean, and look, man, this is where it's going. It's they're a going, money thing. Right well, there. but they're all yeah. It's in with the alliance with the scheduling where they're going to start scheduling, you know, Big Ten teams and Southern and Pac twelve teams. I mean, it's a uh, it's the they're they're not going to be playing a lot of these Duquesnes in the future. Well, they shouldn't be Nobody playing Duquesne. Be. Period. But yeah, uh, but if you're going to do it in the future, I just will continue to beat this drum. Let's be home and home, please. Yeah, home uh, that, and home, yeah, that wasn't their choice. Yeah. They will be. Yeah, if we're, that is the direction. Because I don't want to play Oregon in Dallas. Let's go to Oregon right. and play them there. You know, I mean that would, that's ideal. Simple headlines. Ninety-three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you, but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. What's up, guys? Writes Tony. How hard would it be for Coach Ham and the coaches to install a type of defense where everyone is playing man-to-man except for Naheem McLeod, where he can play a zone in the paint? Are there any legit three-point shooting prospects signed for next season, meaning for us? They do have a yeah, three-point shooter, right? Mm-hmm. The the Tom House kid yeah. who plays with a uh, – I think he's in Ohio. He plays with this famous YouTube kid named Gabe Cups, who's uh, Brady's a fan of that was telling me about him. Um, they won like 34 games in a row to the state champs. Uh, so Tom House can really shoot. I don't know about the other kids. I know the big point guard they got is a big point guard. I watched his highlights. Uh, he's like a uh, like a smaller Raekwon Gray Um He's like six four, but is you know gets his shot off. But yeah, the the Tom House kid is the knockdown shooter of the class for sure. Good, Marlon writes, "Hey gents, can Coach Mike Ravel survive if we have another mediocre season?" Um, Define mediocre. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what that is. Uh, if if that's well, the definition of average would be six and six. But of course, all wins are not weighted the same. Same for losses. So if he goes six and six, which is a distinct possibility. Uh, yeah, he'll survive the season. He'll just be a dead man walking going into the next year. 
is how I think probably. That would, I yeah. think that's how that would work. Because if yeah. you go six and six, you're not going to have a good recruiting class, and then you're a dead man walking, in in all likelihood. And you will have fair or not. Everybody else can argue this. You will have lost all support. I mean, you can't fathom another middling to poor year and have people like, yeah, all right, let's go. People won't be that way. So, yeah, you'll see declined attendance, another poor recruiting class or an average to poor recruiting class. And, uh, yeah, I think he'd be dead. So got to do better than 6-6, six and six, Mike, it seemed to be. Uh, Andrew writes, hi, guys, hope you're well. I really appreciate your time and excellence uh, in, in the way that you work your craft. It's great to listen to you all and learn some things and laugh, too. Thanks, Andrew. If you could sit and watch a football game with any football coach, dead or alive, who would you pick? Oh, wow. Jimbo. Jimbo and his staff. I'd like to be in there. When they're calling you know the national cl- yeah. championship, just to game. see what that's like. You know how close yeah. I just came to cussing. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. this was the old days, if we were not live, when you could you bleep got, it, yeah. you would have got a nice little f bomb there, buddy. Yeah, I was pretty close. I'm proud of myself for not saying it. Good uh, work, Ira. Uh, yeah, showed some growth. Uh, hmm. Oh man, that is tough. That's uh, a good. So dead or alive? That's. You know, uh, I guess I'd go with Amos Alonzo Stag. Mm, okay. Just to, like, I thought you might. Him, I thought you might show him Bryce Young and be like, <laughs> like "What would you have thought of this guy this? back in the nineteen tens or whatever yeah, it was you coached?" Yeah. Does John Madden count? That's a good one, man. Yeah, yeah. he's dead. Dead or alive? Yeah, dead. Dead. But I mean, yeah. he's more. But a lot of people see him more as a commentator than, no, than a coach. Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, so, absolutely. You. Yeah, you can. Uh, Madden's a good one to have chosen. I, I agree. Like for example, I love Tom Landry. But I really wouldn't have wanted to sit and watch a football game. With <laughs> he, just, he just sit there the whole time stoically, stoic. with yeah, his, yeah. taking a sip of bourbon. No, but, I doubt it. He would have been over there, holy roller in it, and he looked over oh, at me, right, judgmental. Yeah. It would have been that if every time I said no. I don't think so. Coach Bowden would have been cool. I mean, I've never did to that. watch a game yeah, with him, just sit in a game that he's not involved, especially at his heyday, like in his prime. In his prime, yeah, if you if yeah, you're yeah. sitting there on the couch in in '86 with Bobby Bowden watching a, a an Alabama game. That probably would have been pretty cool. I will say, uh, I do love learning even from personalities that I loathe. Like I think watching a game with Nick Saban breaking down player for player, game for you know, play for play, series for series would be very interesting. Just the same way it is with Jimbo, all jokes aside, Jimbo watching football, you've watched football yeah. with him, I've watched football with him. It's fascinating to see the way he looks at a player, a play, a scheme, a reason for uh, a play working or not working, all that. It's, I mean, he. There's no getting around. The man knows the game as thoroughly as anybody. So it is fascinating. Um, you know, I don't always have to like the guy. So I, I, I don't know. I might see Nick Saban. Believe it or not, uh, Corey, I, did you give us a real answer or no? You going to give us one? No, y- okay. you guys covered it. All right, there'd be a lot of interesting guys. I, I thought Amos Alonzo Stag was a perfectly reasonable. It answer. was good. You're right. Newt Rockney wasn't your first thought though. Nah, screw that guy. All right, we he got enough pub. Nathaniel Hornblower writes, Oh my God, what a great timing for the FSU football schedule drop, everybody, because the ding-ding has crept out from the closet, (laughs) crawled out from under the bed, and is now sitting in the chair in the corner of our bedroom, pants off, chain-smoking camels, staring at us as we pretend to sleep. That is correct, Nathaniel. He has. Yeah, here for you. Oh, I hate to do it, everybody, but... There he is, the ding-ding. That's unfortunate. Uh... Short of stunning Duke at Cameron or winning the ACC tournament, is there any realistic path left to get into the NCAA tournament? Does closing eight of our last ten, putting us at 21-9, and 14-6 in the conference, get us in? 
or is that not even enough? I, look, I, here's the thing, and, and Corey, you can, you guys can rebut this. I think they they could win four of their next five, and and if they did go on a run like he's talking about, like I think they could get back in, but but they have to do something crazy like that or win the ACC tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if they get in at any, it's going to be like as a nine or a nine through an eleven seed, or maybe the first four in, probably. But they remember they that Duke win is a monster win. Right. At Miami is a great win. Well, they've got uh, some so doozy in the losses. They've Call got a couple, my friend. They, well, they've got like Virginia oh. Tech's Virginia Tech's metrics aren't bad, so that won't kill them. Yeah, um, South Carolina but, sucks. George, yeah, I mean, Georgia Georgia Tech, Tech loss is a real humdinger. Georgia uh, Tech's that, loss is terrible. That yeah. was a bad one. But yeah, man, you, it's not like they need a miracle run. I think if they get to if they get to I don't know, 20 wins, 12 wins in the ACC, 13 wins in the ACC, they'll at least be on the bubble. You know, the, I think they'll be squarely on the bubble because of that Duke win and the the win at Miami. The Those reason are, the the reason, wins. the reason I hate the uh, bracketology stuff is because it's based on how you're playing right now. So you're saying, okay, well, they lost those last two mm-hmm. teams, so now they're out. They can't get back in. Well, they could if they start winning again. You know, and they, and they could yeah. start winning again, especially if those guys come back. So uh, I, I'm not, you know, again, they but they do have to, you know, they they can't just kind of tread water. They obviously have to do some really nice things in the last 10 games. Yeah, some really nice things. They're going to have to go nuts. And I guess it's possible, and I'm rooting for it to happen, and that would make it all that much more exciting to come off, uh, lift yourself up off the deck with some guys missing, especially with the Malik Osborne stuff. That's really tough. Uh, I, I think Joshua means to say he doesn't love, but we'll see. I'll read it as is. I love August Florida State football at all. I think, he, I think he's saying he doesn't. But hopefully the Duquesne game will be an old 8 p.m., uh, one like the old days. Since we have two bye weeks this year, do you guys like how the schedule fell? Thanks and good olds. I absolutely do. Absolutely. Yeah, the bye week after the Clemson game, before you go on the stretch where you play Georgia Tech, who's terrible, you should kill. This, in essence, gives you two weeks to prepare for Miami um, on the road. And also, it comes at a time where you get done playing BC, Wake, NC State, Clemson, all of which will be you're physical gonna need, games. You're going to need that bye there. Yeah, yeah. That bye actually falls perfectly. Uh, you know, I don't know why I'd forgotten the way this was set up, but when the buy came down after the LSU game last, yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" And then I gathered myself and realized what, mm. what was going and on. And the, just to touch on, I know, you know, the Duquesne game in late August is not going to thrill a lot of people, and certainly if it's at noon, I won't. Un- we'll all understand if nobody comes. <laughs> but uh, it was important because it did give you the chance to have the two buys. It did you, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, because you're playing that Play game. Week, in zero week zero game. game yeah, so. Week zero game gets you the extra buy. Which you get is to fun. be one and zero, man. You get to be one and zero for the first time in five years. You don't get to set some sort of record for losing your season opening game for the sixth straight. It'll year. be the first time in six years since sixteen. So yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So well, uh, stop scheduling. Yeah, they've got five straight you know. opening day losses. You you need a W. Bring it, Duquesne. Come and get yeah. it. Yeah, come and get your whooping. Uh, Jason writes, uh, NFL, Seminole-related. Jeff, if Brady does retire from our Buccaneers, what are your thoughts on a possible Jameis return? And, oh, by the way, love the show. He did retire, by the way. He did retire. That's right. Uh, you know, I doubt Jameis would want to come back to Tampa. If I look at it through his eyes, I don't think he'd want to come back to Tampa. So it makes this question moot. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's probably too much damage done. It'd probably be best for both parties to, to go elsewhere. I, I'm a big Jameis fan still. I'm still rooting for him to have a great career. Uh, I think it's still possible. 
you know, I don't think it's surprising that after he got hurt, the Saints fell off a cliff. That's the thing, man. People keep acting like Jameis's last year of football was that 35 touchdown, 35 intercept, whatever he did, yeah. 50 interceptions, whatever it was. It was 31 or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, that that his half a year in New Orleans, he was good, man. He had like 13 and 4, I think, touchdowns, interceptions. Yeah, he wasn't throwing the ball down the field yeah, like he, was he used to. what he, the defense gave him, yeah. But he had he'd become – and I blame partly New Orleans anyhow because in Breeze's last three years, all they did was check down, check down, check down, check down, check down. It became the most boring, ridiculous offense ever. But it was, they were efficient. He wasn't turning the ball over. No, I'm not mad at Jameis. Yeah. I'm just saying they also took away some of his greatest strengths. It was just – it's it's not real good football. He didn't do anything wrong. He got hurt. It sucks. Uh, I think – I hope certainly he, he goes on to – he needs to leave that sinking ship, which he's a free agent, so he should because – New Orleans is in deep trouble. They're in salary cap hell. Guys are leaving. They, their coach just left. They're, they're, you can call it a day in New Orleans. Yeah, but he has a chance to start there, right? Like, I don't know. There's not a ton of places where he goes where he's the right. presumed starter. No. So he might want to stick that out. Maybe. I mean, I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the new coach will be like, yeah, I want Jameis or not. I don't know where he stands on that. He, he looked good in that Mercedes-Benz Stadium up in Atlanta. The other one, the Atlanta one. Yeah, you, you're right, buddy. Matt Ryan's uh, – Matt Ryan's not quite what he used to be. I don't know if you guys have watched him the last few years. I was going to say Sean Payton wouldn't be a bad coach to watch a game with. Um, I think he'd be fun to watch. And I was also going to say Sean McVay would be fun because after every play, I could go, would you challenge that? Would you challenge that one? What about that one? That seven-yard run? Would you challenge that one? You could ask him to bench press with his dad. Mm, Yeah. Everybody would just be like, isn't this the coolest? (laughs) Sure, sure. Seminole Headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio. More Chan TV continues in a moment. How you doing there, podcasters? Good. Good to hear it. Listen, <laughs> if you're if you're wondering uh, for you know for a good place to eat, watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices, we suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You could might happen. see us. Could you and I especially. Yes. I mean, I'm there once a week, I think. When I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. Cold beer, hot women. Everything you want in a—I uh, probably shouldn't have said that. Well, oh, it's or okay. Hot beer and cold women. <laughs> Whatever bars. you're into. I, I like—I like the good-looking ladies too. That's sure, all right. But, but even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good-looking guy, and we would all agree, great food. Legitimately, the most good important food. part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got the vibe, but beer, food, everything you could want, and most importantly, again. Other than uh, the food, is that there is at least I'd say a thirty-five percent chance one of us would be there. And you get the mac and cheese bites, and you can get those shrimp tacos, which yeah. are the king. Uh, and, you get the you've gotten healthy on me lately. You, I eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does at Horizons. I, I know I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizons got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want to like a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the. Uh, Right off of Thomasville Road and Bannerman uh, up there on the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. More questions, my friends. Michael writes, 
when I prayed to the football gods for no Thursday night games, should I have been more specific? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I actually, I would love to, uh, I probably shouldn't say this because you guys are going to go by all means, uh, but I, I'd love to go cover that Louisville game on the road on the September the 16th on a Friday. What's funny is in our group text, Aslan was uh, making fun of, he said we should do a live show of me and Corey battling to see who doesn't get to go. Well, I'll, I'll step in, guys, and, and go, but one of you has to come with me. Right. So you two flip a coin and say, oh, you know, sorry, you have to go with Jeff, well, the thing whatever it is. The one thing that thinks about that kind of along the lines of what Corey was saying about people taking the trip to Tallahassee for the Florida game is if I'm going to go, if I'm gonna go to Louisville, you I'd like to weekend. hang out in Louisville. I don't know. Uh, if, I'll stay the weekend with you, buddy. We? We'll make all a right. weekend together. We'll, have, we'll go out and eat some good food. Maybe we'll all go, Corey. Have, some, have, some, running on have Saturday, some whiskey, probably. smoke some cigars, do it up. That's what Corey, the only reason Corey wants to go to that game is he likes to play the horses, mm. and he's had some success. Yeah, I had well, that one time. I had crazy success. That was nuts. That, that was, was the last crazy. bet I won. So Corey, that was, uh, that was the Thursday night game with Jameis uh, up there. That was the last bet I won. I think in any casino, horse <laughs> track. Gator Kirk writes. Good afternoon. If the three of you were recruits, you would all get NLIs tomorrow. Thanks for the content. Go Knowles. Yeah, so it's so weird to think about tomorrow is what? National Signing Day, right? Yes. The legitimate National Signing Day. Oh, is it really? Day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, FSU's <laughs> well, probably, probably not signing, signing anybody. anybody. Probably yeah, not. yeah, no. On that oh, topic, boy. so let me ask you guys this. So when you go into a casino, Corey, because you've, you've had a rough stretch in your Ooh. last uh, few times yeah. to the, uh, yeah. the casinos. Oh, I, I don't like to hear about this. Let me ask, bit like, but th- let me ask you this. Well, he doesn't go with like he doesn't like he's not blowing next month's mortgage. No, I'm not worried about his well being. But let me ask you this: Do you feel like it matters when you go into a either a casino or what a horse your track? Is? If you're confident or not confident, does that affect the result? No, it, it feels on, like it, it does, depends, man. It depends on what you're betting. It feels on. like it does. What are you betting on? Are you betting on something you have no earthly knowledge of to speak of and can be taken advantage of because you don't understand the percentages? I'll say this: or I, I know the odds of blackjack. Right, uh, it, they're, they're the best odds in the house. That's correct. I am confident every time I sit down. And you never the dealer, win. The dealer's got a trick deck. <laughs> Why, how come you always flip over a, t- a face card yeah. every time? Nope. I'm going to get a four, and you're going to flip over a face card. <laughs> and when you do happen to flip over a four, the next card is a six, and then you hit a queen every time. Now, I hate now, that game. Does his Atlanta sports mentality – I think it's yeah, is pervasive. That, is in the that way. leading to the cards? There, there's, I'm, I want to film myself playing blackjack. I want to film so you playing blackjack see because the phenomenon. I'm the, well, listen, I haven't gambled big-time blackjack in a while. I was at the Cosmopolitan in Vegas the last time I won any real money. And and I won a lot on blackjack and stayed all night doing it. That's and, how they get you. Well, they, they give you know, a taste, like oh, no, man, it gets this you is a little something, game. something, yeah. But even like in poker, if you're running good and you feel good, man, the cards keep coming. I don't yeah. know why that is. You stay there long enough, that changes. I mean, it depends on if you know uh, when to get up, walk away, take a little time. No way to hold them. Uh, no way no to fold, fold them. Yeah. There's lots yeah. to do. But by the way, just this to make you happy, uh, since we all have kids here. Uh, much to the chagrin of my oldest son, somehow uh, that the line uh, "No when to hold him" came up, and it was just like a turn of phrase about like Bryce making an argument for staying the night at a friend's house at the wrong time or something like yeah. that. And I'm don't like, push hey, hey, don't push your luck. And so I said that, and then my wife was in the passenger seat, and she sang the next line, and then we broke all in there we go. and sang it while my nice. kids were cringing in the That's back of the, the car, and we sang the whole song. That oh, I kept it going. I, I went into the whole part with the dealer. He kept counting, and we you, kept going. And I could just see my son going, what is, the, what is this? Your kids are the perfect age for that. Now, Corey, do you do that to Brady? Oh, I sing to him, sure. But I mean yeah. to him when he's mortified. <laughs> 
Like it, oh, he doesn't. It's hard to mortify that kid. Like yeah, right now, I, mean, I can tell his you dad. That he, he texted me during the break and said, "Oh boy, um, I'm so mad. I have to take a dump at school." He just texted me that. Yeah, and he probably didn't want me to say it. He on probably air live, definitely but, didn't want you to say that on the air. But I mean, he's my son. What are you going to do? He's my son. He, he comes with the territory. So he's not as easily embarrassed as what you're saying. Yes, he does not get embarrassed. Well, he really my favorite part of singing Kenny Rogers in that situation is that he doesn't know the song. He's never heard the song. So he's like, what is this crazy? What are mom and dad doing? And I would yeah. sing it to her, and she'd sing the line back. I mean, we went all in. It was a little unsettling, I think, even for us. But we once we saw how oh, yeah. upset the two boys were, we were like, oh, you can't back down now. Also, hey, I wanted to see the, if we, yeah. Enough of the Kenny Rogers talk. Eric was nice enough to give us a donation, and he asked what you guys thought about Dugan's being retained, if you were surprised by it. Thanks, um, Eric. Thanks, Eric. We appreciate that. And uh, I am surprised by it. Um, I answered. We answered this question earlier. Eric, you might not have been here, not trying to take shots or anything like that. But uh, uh, I think we are surprised, and we think that it probably had more to do with, my opinion anyhow, was that uh, they couldn't either get the guy they wanted or were turned down by somebody that they wanted. Either way, it's the same thing. Uh, I, don't <laughs> think the, I don't think the decision to retain Dugans was this, hey, well, you know what? You're doing such a good job. Let's keep this thing rolling. Not in my opinion, anyhow. I think it's a. I think it's yeah. a mistake. No, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's an uncomfortable situation because right. you know, look, uh, Ron Dugans as a, as a player and a man, I respect him. All of those things are true, but obviously the evidence is overwhelming. He has not done a good job here. Right. That's all. Yeah, receivers haven't been very good, and since he hasn't he got recruited here, anybody. And he hasn't stocked the roster with yeah. anybody of note. So yeah. that's. I the, feel. Like, I feel like we're waiting for Jimbo to come in and talk about. Uh, hey, you got bills. <laughs> Yeah, you got debt. You got, you got debt. debt. Yeah, you got yeah, debt. Yeah, you got debt. Yeah, just tell you can't just away. make it all go away. <laughs> if it was a poor, different, was my poor favorite case part of, that. of course, poor Case and Beatty's yeah. stum- stumbling off the field. That was good. Um, yeah, so there are several questions like this, and I appreciate that, but I, I don't know what you want me to do other than we acknowledge People that. are mad. They want to change. They wanted some big-time recruiter that was going to come in and start bringing big-time players, and that has to happen. I mean, it, it, that does – at some point, they've got to get – you know, better players at that position. Now, they did have to transfer this transfer class, and that's going to be a Band-Aid, and hopefully it's successful. But Florida State needs to recruit better wide receiver than they have the last few years, and that's given. I'm also going to note here, and it's on the subject without having to name names, I think if there's going to be a downfall for Norvell long-term, it is uh, some, of, some of his hires. Uh, I, I'm not overly impressed, let's put it that way, with some of the off-the-field uh, roles. Um, and, I, again, I won't get – too specific here, but there there's some guys that I don't know why they're here, and I don't feel like they're doing a good job. So that's something that if I'm going to be critical about, it would be more about that. I think he's a very good football coach, and, and I've said Mike that. Time, yeah, my, I think Mike Norvell is a very good football coach. Uh, problems that I have up to this point have more to do with off-field personnel, stuff like that. Uh, Jason writes, at what point do you start – to hard foil those, <laughs> so Jason wants to know when we start rolling up those guys out there shooting threes. And Ira and I were talking about this during the break against Virginia Tech. Yeah, man, yeah. I think at some point you can tell somebody to run through somebody, lose your balance. Something has to happen. <laughs> lose your balance. Something has to happen. You can't just be unfettered out there bombing threes and just embarrassing people. I was talking about this with the yo-yo dribbling and just to get you some and laughing in our faces. No, man. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. If Linder had gotten out there, he might have kicked a dude in the nuts. Is that what I allowed to say <laughs> no, that? Probably not. But but I think Linder would have gone he out. Fondled there. him. He would have. He would not have fondled <laughs> him. But get one of the 
the Vipers out there, they would have done something about it, is all I'm saying. I would have said, guys, if it. you're not going to guard them, one of my Vipers yeah. are going to. Something's going to happen here because they uh, can't do any worse. And, and Look, if you hit somebody in the nethers when they're shooting a three, that's probably an ejection yeah. maybe for the <laughs> okay. season. Well, so be it. But you got to make it look accidental. Oh, uh, Corey, I'm not talking about walking up and pulling a Chris Paul. Who's done it more yeah. than once, by the way? Hey, He's, we saw Grayson Allen did whatever he wanted for three, two or three yeah, years. Still doing so, it in the NBA, still doing it in the NBA, breaking people's so arms. Apparently, you don't have to be that uh, cautious. I'm saying so what I, I was going to say I'd is, be better is at maybe challenge late because they do. That's what they do. They challenge late, and instead of flying by them, the Fly one time you're right going to foul into them, you do it, you, fl- you punch them right in the eye. Or or <laughs> and turn you it, shut their eye like Rocky, and they can't. They, you're not gonna shoot with one eye, man. You ever tried that? It's, it's hard. Easy what if to you trail a knee? What, or like a windmill kick, like in UFC? <laughs> <laughs> now that would be an emphatic statement. <laughs> Wha-pa! You're off the team, but you're a legend. Yeah, we'll you hang your jersey up in here. That, you had seen enough, sir. Clearly, yeah. They would lead Sports Center with that, <laughs> and just, we would stand. You know that kid. He, he yeah. just, you know, the inertia, man. It just took him. His, his leg flailed around. He didn't know what he was about to hit. Yeah, no. You're saying like he puts his hands on the ground and then flips around and kicks, <laughs> him. kicks yes, him like yes. a donkey kick yes. in the in the neck in yeah. the neck. Kid goes flying into the stands. There's a I huge not fight. Threes and then, yeah. not threes hit another that, three. Why don't you? And then when they call, <laughs> when they blow the whistle, be like, what? 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 What I do? Yeah. Oh what? yeah. You gotta give call them that now. Yeah. You gotta look around. Make sure like you're clueless. Like what, what you sure I got this? him? Yeah, man. It's tough. Uh, Michael writes, after watching the ACC Network do W's and L's with Miami losing only three. I'm looking forward to your W's and L's soon, Jeff. That'll be on tomorrow's show. T. Lizzie will join me. Uh, I said six and six last year, although he writes that I did say five and seven was a possibility. Didn't Tom take eight and four? Taking shots at Tom. I like it, Michael. Uh, the W's and L's and the bowl swag announcements get Brian Kelly excited and TikTok himself doing the gritty. Uh, <laughs> behind, okay, I, I, I need reading any more here about the dancing. They were bullish on. Apparently, they were bullish on the uh, the Canes, and EJ was in on that. I think they were uh, expecting a big big season from from Miami. I mean, I, we'll see. I mean, the quarterback's nice, he no is. question. But they still don't have coordinators. They don't have do they? any coaches. Like half yeah. their staff is in transit. Let's, oh, I did watch the video, by the way. I forgot to tell you. Oh, did I you? watched the, the rap video in, in, during the break when I was taking my sweatshirt What do you think? Um, I like how it starts when Norvell comes into the studio. It's like, what's up, baby? And like, and he hugs the guy. <laughs> that was funny. Turning the um, uh, controls. Yeah, when he, when he takes the control. It's fine. It's fine. They were right. having fun. It's, it's not embarrassing. Um, it, you know, it is what it is. It's fine. I'm pulling up Miami's schedule It's better here. than the Seminole rap. I can tell you that much. Now, the Seminole rap featured... I'm going to go ahead and say better players. Uh, yeah, than this one, but uh, yeah, it's not nearly as embarrassing as that. I think the people, the people who are down at it, are the people who are like, you know what, man, let's start winning games and then we'll start putting out videos. But man, whatever, is it? You know, have some fun. By the way, Ira, uh, you oddly enough will be a huge fan. You might even take it to Kyle Field in College Station on Saturday, September the seventeenth, when Texas A&M hosts the Miami Hurricanes. Big fan of oh, Jimbo wow. that weekend, huh? And I saw that when I was watching the show. I'm like, what is Miami doing going to A&M? Mm. What, what are they doing? Yeah, it's they're a late losing game. is what it's they're in doing. November. No, that's uh, I think it's Saturday, September the seventeenth, my friend. Oh, you said November, so it's early on in the season, which I assumed, but yeah. uh, you said November, so you screwed me up. I don't know that. No, I, I think said, you said I September. Said, I said September. Corey, yeah, get your no, ears together, baby. I can't wait to go. Re- oh, re- please do. This. You frequently go back and find out you're wrong. <laughs> we we know how this works. Uh, but, but the apologies are always <laughs> off the air. <laughs> 
or or not at all, or not at all. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, nothing to apologize for. Yeah. All right. So I mean, we can have a little fun with this for the Canes' supposed big season, according to the ACC Network. I don't disagree; they're going to be better. I think, although they were pretty good last year. Bethune, that's a win. Southern Miss, that's a win. Then they take it to Texas A and M, that's a loss. They're two and one at that point. They play Middle Tennessee, three and one. Then they have an off week. Then they host North Carolina. Who knows? Then it's at Virginia Tech. Uh, then they host Duke. At Virginia, who's going to be terrible this year. They uh, host us. Then they're at Georgia Tech. That's a win. Then they're at Clemson, penultimate game of the year. And then they host Pitt. And there's, that's it, probably a good season. It's an easy schedule. Yeah. yeah. It I mean, feels they, pretty good. You know, you, yeah. They shouldn't have more than four losses in that. If they do, then it's, you know. Then it's time to celebrate. Yeah. Come back. Get rid of Cristobal. Come back. Wrap it up momentarily. Simple headlines 93 3. Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. <laughs> if you're watching on TV, on War Chant TV, make sure you like and subscribe. And you also caught me yelling at, not yelling, just having an exchange. Sign language. Sign language with the producer is all that was. So, nothing bad. Nothing bad. We answered uh, the questions, guys. Uh, I got to them all. It is uh, a bit of the off season, but we and I, I exclude redundant questions where it's mm. the exact. I mean, for the most part, smart. Uh, a life spectator asked a good question, and Norvell should have done it. He asked if Norvell was wearing the cornrows in the video <laughs> oh, from back when he was man. a player, and he he really should have. Man, that would have been a that would have been a nice touch. That would have been funny. Yeah. Again, again, I don't know when you're five and seven. I'm not sure. Mm. Not, Maybe. Not sure. Yeah, you're right. Ten and two, eleven and one. Go break do them out. Do whatever right. you want to do at that point. Show, Corey, up, to coach a, show up to a game with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Corey, I couldn't help but notice as the show has gone on, the sun has come through and captured you, you know it's, the good side of you it's, over it's there. A, it's it's, it's about to blind <laughs> me here soon. It's been creeping. It's been creeping at me for the last hour and a half. So a little bit of so my I have a vaulted ceiling in my house. Ira's been to this house. It's a, so it's, it gets cold here at night. It's like thirty five outside. Well, my heat rises to the point where downstairs, it doesn't get above 60. And I've got the heat on. I've got the heat set at 73. And I told, I'm telling you, when I walked in last night from Brady's basketball game, it was 58 degrees in my house. You need like two this or is, three different HVAC units in that castle say, little, you live in. A little inefficient there, no, sir. No, I've got two. I've, but there's no vents on the floor. They're all up high because whoever made it didn't think. So uh, and who so, bought yeah, it? So upstairs, it's eighty degrees. <laughs> You've also noticed I've taken my sweatshirt off. Like I'm, this is next. It's just going to be bare chested, Clark. How, how for much? The last five minutes. It is a sauna up here. Jeff brings up a good point. How much time? How much time did you look around that house before you decided I, to buy I, it? I want to answer this, Corey. I want to answer this. So first, let's start with how many houses did you look at in the process? Over under three. I'm going to say under. I'll say under also. I. I think it was right at three, right at but three. one of them had a had a yappy dog that bit Brady. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> no chance to sell that, that one out. Yeah, all right, we so, ruled that one out. So I so knew three. I knew you spent little to no time buying the house. 
Uh, and then my guess is, given that you know you're critical of the way it's designed, you also didn't notice as you walked the grounds that this is possibly a problem. So I'm not sure that you were observant of the details of this house either. Is that a fair assessment? Other than to say it's big enough, it's near where I want to live. I can I'm find my way here. I can get to and fro mm-hmm. rather easily. It's a, it's a very fair assessment. I did have it. In, <laughs> I did have it inspected though. Yeah, to make sure that it wasn't going to rot. Yeah, he's a heating and air guy. I would have hoped he'd have looked up and said. Hey, in the winter, it might be an issue. Like yeah, it's going to be fifty-nine degrees down in your uh, down in your down. Like I can't watch TV at night. I have to go upstairs and watch it in my under my electric blanket in bed with my uh, with my iPad. So all the realtors out there that listen, Reggie, our take, friend Reggie, all the other realtors that listen, Corey. you know, there's gonna you got you got plenty of customers who who are a pain in the butt, and they yeah. they they want to negotiate every detail, and they want to question every detail, and they want to do this and they want to do that. But then every once in a while, you get a Corey. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, just tell me where to sign. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Well, I I rather admire it. Uh, I thought about this before because another time you bought a very nice car, and within a month you had ruined it. And yeah. I remember seeing you pull up in that car at first, being very impressed with the decision, and then bitterly disappointed by the abuse that that poor car took. But was, now that was a rough one. I like that you've you know settled in. You have a a really middle class car. It wasn't your fault that the turn signal kept breaking off or whatever it was that yeah, you that also happened. had the window yeah, broken. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and that then it was also the uh, antenna got knocked off and I backed out of my garage too quickly. Yeah, the side and mirror it, also was broken and hanging for a time. Wasn't it like a look, panel, a quarter panel that kind of came off? <laughs> so yeah, I guess I would go with Amos Alonzo Stag as the yeah. coach that I would watch a football game with. This has been a fun end of the show, guys. <laughs> No, I can't I, wait to get back in the studio. It's <laughs> actually a compliment. Um, you're not about things. You're not about things. Right. True. Well, that's Corey true. Corey is all about experiences and people and kindness and love and interaction. Mm-hmm. It's not about yeah. things. Don't waste your money on things, Corey, because you're not going to take care of them. Well, yeah, I've learned that. This house, <laughs> I, if I took you about a tour of this house, you'd be like, what are you? Brady lives like this? But and it's a nice house. It's it a, nice a beautiful house. I'm just not, I'm not, it needs a, uh, it needs somebody, uh, another touch. Because Corey's touch sucks. <laughs> I wanted to say a woman's touch, but I didn't want to be sexist. It just needs somebody. Yeah, you don't have to be a woman to, to clean it. up, and yeah. yeah, yeah, right. See, that's why I didn't say it. That's why I said just a touch. Uh, really quickly, by the way, a few people added that it, regarding the schedule, and this will be the the final thing here. We didn't do a W's and L's yet. We'll wait to do a seminal headlines W's and yeah. L's well, we got, after spring. And you and you need to do the jeff cameron oh, we've, done, we've done that yeah we, we're gonna do that tomorrow but i hey, will real quick yeah i think george mcleod is getting his jersey retired the email is kind of vague but i think congratulations to george mcleod nice. for nice. getting his uh, nice. jersey either celebrated or retired i can't tell but I they're, to, they're gonna honor george mcleod uh, maybe on Hi, saturday one of my buddies from high school is cousins with george there McLeod. you go well good for george mcleod congratulations for ira for Corey. i'm jeff thank you matthew be well everybody appreciate you thanks for listening we'll talk to you again next time take care